0: Today, we are covering great white. But before we get into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a day, guys. We apologize in advance. Five hours of sleep. Anyways. So, today, using my official Tea merch mug, I am drinking... The Plum Deluxe Peaches and Cream Oolong Tea, which has blackberry, oolong tea, or sorry, not blackberry, black tea, oolong tea, apple pieces, apricot pieces, calendula, peach and vanilla essence, and love and gratitude. And yes, this does have caffeine.
1: (laughs) What about you, Jess? I am also drinking out of our horror movie tea merch mugs. It's the uh, I'm-going-to-kill-you-at-some-point mug. And I am also drinking our affiliate Plum Deluxe Tea. This one is the Strawberry Honeysuckle Black Tea. So it has black tea, strawberry pieces, raspberry leaf, calendula, and honeysuckle essence. And this one also has caffeine. Yes. It is
0: needed. It was a a desperate morning. A desperate day for us. (laughs) But... For our tea sippers out there, pour yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoyed the review. And We really hope
1: that caffeine kicks in soon.
0: <laughs> well, and I also have a canker sore, and yeah, it's one of those where it's like every single time I talk, it's like, ouch, ouch. But we did want to, before I talk about how much pain I'm in, <laughs> um, we did want to thank Plum Deluxe once again for allowing us to continue to do what we love. So for the summary of Great White, this couple does, it's like boyfriend and girlfriend, like they're not married. They have like a a seaplane and they're like, they do tours and stuff like that, it sounded like. But anyways, in this particular instance, this boyfriend and girlfriend um, wanted to drop her grandfather's ashes uh, on a beach where he, it, it sounded like he had a shipwreck. During I think World War II but whenever they get there they see a body and they go kind of flying around and then they see the boat where the body came from and then the shark attacks the plane and they get stranded on a raft and so it's about them surviving. Yay. Survival.
1: <laughs> As most shark movies are.
0: Yes, yeah. Though interestingly enough, uh, Jaws isn't. You know, it's about them finding yeah. the shark. Yeah. It's just yeah, but it's like yeah, deeply see There's so many jaws d- too. <laughs> yes. <But> anyways, <laughs> well, where did we go wrong? But anyways, so for entertainment, this movie I really hadn't heard of before we watched it, and while. It's not the best shark movie that I've seen. The effects are pretty good. It, it kind of it's kind of like Deep Blue Sea the first one effects where it, it appears that they use some form of a mechanical shark. There there are a few like CG moments that you're like,
1: "Ooh, that, yeah, that is <laughs> noticeably CG," but
0: Yeah, where you're like, "Oh, that's not so good." But but for the most part the effects of this movie compared to some other or most other shark movies that we've seen, it's pretty good. It's it's like you can think of it as like in between, like it's not quite as good as like the shallows effects, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not Santa Jaws. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's way better.
1: It is than not that. Santa Jaws.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I would rate this a seven just it's like the the story itself is pretty compelling. Um, the The characters for the most part are likable. The The boyfriend of the girl that's trying to like release the ashes, he was annoying. And it was', one, it was just one of those characters where you're like, when are you gonna die? And I hate when movies do that crap.
1: He's such an unlikable character. Like, you can tell he does love his girlfriend or wife or whoever she is to him. But he is a jerk to everyone else.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I hate when movies do that crap. Because it's like, it, it doesn't... At that point in time, you're just hoping that the characters are going to die versus feeling the tension of who is going to die, how are yeah. they going to die, you know. But at least I have I have seen shark movies before where all of the characters you don't like. So at least with this one, there's only one character. Yeah,
1: everybody was else a, was decent.
0: Yeah, everyone else was pretty likable.
1: Like his girlfriend was kind of useless. She was soft. Yeah, but she did help at the end. Though, she did least. help, yes. She just, you know. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: But my my biggest beef with this movie is the fact that, like, it's the dumb character syndrome where these characters that are very competent throughout pretty much the whole movie and they end up killing one of the sharks, but then literally right after her boyfriend is like, I love you. Bye. And then he attempts to kill the shark, but it doesn't, it doesn't even look like he attempted because he missed so badly when the shark was coming right at him and was just feet away. It was just, it was so stupid. Like there's no reason for them to kill him off. Like the, the situation that the wife or the, the girlfriend was in, The blonde chick, just to clarify, because there's multiple potential girlfriends. Main final girl. Yes. It's like whenever she is under the boat, that could have been him. And then she could have come down to rescue him or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're trying to give the other girl character like more, a little bit more use or like what the purpose was. But it, it just seems so out of left field.
1: And it was completely avoidable.
0: Yes, so, it, you know, if it was one of those situations where you're like, okay, if we were in that situation, that'd be completely unavoidable. Like, it freaking sucks, but it probably would happen that way. No, it's like, they got the shark the first time, they essentially had experience, and then they immediately did just killed him off when, with him, like, terribly trying to kill the second yeah. shark. So, yeah, I'm not buying it. No. But, but overall, I don't, I don't regret watching the movie. It, it's, it's good to know that there are still decent shark movies that are coming out in the slew of absolute crap shit. Yeah, that we've had to watch. We suffer for you. I know. <laughs> and us. <laughs> but, um... But I, I think this is like, this movie to me is kind of a forgettable movie. Like it's not going to, I, I personally don't think it's going to necessarily stand the, the test of time compared to some of the other classic shark movies. But I think it's worth the watch. I think a lot of people will, will get something out of it. So
1: that's my take. So this movie was decent. It was a lot better than The wreck one. Um, but it does seem a little flat. It is a little forgettable, it kind of fades into the background, so I would give it a 6. We've seen much better, but we also have seen a heck of a lot worse. Effects, on the whole, are just- just shy of par. Just subpar. Just barely. There were some areas that it was decent effects, but then in other scenes, like when it attacks the plane, it, it's a little bad
0: <laughs> yeah like there's parts where you're like oh this is a b movie but yeah. then the but the majority of the movie i don't get b no movie it's vibes.
1: it's like just shy of a yeah it's like b plus it's, yeah b plus <laughs> it's a b plus movie. or a minus <laughs> i wouldn't quite call it a minus okay b plus Not quite yeah <laughs> but it's It's got a a decent range of character personalities. A lot of their interactions are are fairly believable and organic. You do get the different kind of um, reactions to their situation where, you know, the the pilot and his girlfriend are like in crisis mode. And they're like, all right, we got to do this to try to keep alive and all. This is what we need to do. This is what our situation is. This is our best option. Yeah. And the girl client goes along with it. You know, they are the ones with experience, so let's yeah. listen to them. Yep. And the smart moves. <laughs> yes. And then her boyfriend was the complete jackass with everything, just panicking all the time, yelling at everybody else and all, which is fairly believable. I could easily see someone in that situation acting like that. Yeah. And lashing out and all just because they're scared. But at the same time, do we really need it in like every movie ever? I mean, it is kind of satisfying when those characters get eaten or killed by the monster or whatever. But we don't necessarily need it either. Yeah. And oftentimes, those particular characters take way too long in the movie to be ended. So, if we could not for a little while with those kind of characters, that would be Please. fantastic.
0: like, any of those, like, of tense, like, survival yeah. movies. It doesn't even have to be a shark movie. Just any of the... I mean, a lot of sci-fi originals do that crap. Or yeah. Where they just make them a complete douchebag, and you're like, okay, when are you gonna die? And they never die early enough. Oh, like, no,
1: no. You're like begging the killer or the monster or whatever the, the evil is or big bad is. Like, please, can you kill them first?
0: <laughs> yeah. Just so we don't
1: have to listen to them I know. And they always
0: wait so long and you're just suffering the whole
1: time. <sighs> Oftentimes, they're like the second to last person to die yes. or the last person to die.
0: I, just, I hate when movies do that crap.
1: You just have to suffer through them the entire time.
0: Yeah. Like, actually have characters it's that we care about, please.
1: Necessary. It actually makes it more tragic when the characters that you like die. So, if you make, like, all of the characters fairly likable and then just have them killed off one by one, not to any fault of their own, just. Because they're in a crap situation and there was no way out of it, then that's super tragic and that makes you feel a lot more for their situation and puts yeah. you gives you a lot more investment into the story when that happens.
0: Yeah. Well I know writers also have to be careful because if if an audience likes a character too much, mm-hmm. if they kill that character off, then the audience will get really mad. At the movie. So it's kind of finding a balance. But it's like you don't need to make a character du- a douchebag. Make them like an uh, you know an average person, like likable personality. Mm-hmm. And then in your main characters, the one that you're planning on surviving, have those be the ones that are fully fleshed out, the ones that you fully, you know, can sympathize with mm-hmm. and appreciate. So that way it's like you just completely remove the, the douchebag part of the movie and then you have characters that you know people are going to relate to and be sad when they die but it's not going to be like i'm mad at you for killing my favorite character
1: so a good way to avoid killing off the character that everybody loves the most is to not put a dog in the horror movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair That that's very true
1: or have the dog lick. or a cat yeah because that's just not okay. <laughs> if you're going to put a dog in a horror movie solely to kill them off, you're a horrible person. <laughs> it's unnecessary.
0: I mean, they don't actually
1: kill You the can dog. make your... It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can make your point without killing the dog. Uh. Just saying. <laughs> Thankfully, this movie didn't have a dog, and therefore the dog survived. Yes.
0: I do love in Meg how, like, they did have a dog and they didn't kill it off. They made it seem like they killed it off. And then yeah. later down the <laughs> later line you, you see a swimming it swimming towards like... the boat.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, we're not talking great. about Meg, but nope, that's a great movie. This is a different one. <laughs>
1: um, there were some inconsistencies with certain things that we'll get to in the realism scale, but it does take you out of that story mode and it, it's not quite as immersive when you have those inconsistencies. And there were... There were a couple of dumb deaths, like the main guy.
0: Yes. Like, if you have to think of a dumb death to kill off a character, and that's all you can think of, don't kill off that character. Yeah,
1: no. Find another way. (laughs) Like, there's no reason for it. Some of them can be entertaining, but with this kind of movie, it's not really supposed to be... It didn't really come across as, like, a spoof movie, or, like, a dark horror, or dark comedy, rather kind of movie, if you are doing a dark comedy, kind of like Tucker and Dale, that's the kind of movie where stupid deaths really are great, and they have a place there. In this serious kind of movie, the dumb death is just kind of... It makes
0: it stick out more. It's
1: annoying. (laughs) It's more annoying than anything.
0: Yeah, it sticks out like a sore thumb.
1: Yes, it does. Especially when they're completely avoidable dumb deaths. Yeah. So... But it is worth a watch. It does play a lot on, like, thalassophobia. So the fear of dark water or deep, vast water that you can't really see through or that feels dangerous. They do a decent job with that in this movie. So I feel like they could have played on it just a little bit more. But the level that they had was, was good. It is, again, worth a watch. But I don't know if I would watch it like a a second or third time, unless I had it on in the background kind of movie.
0: Yeah, it'd be like after a good couple of years and yeah. maybe in the background. But it's like there's so many other
1: there are. solid
0: shark movies that I would watch before this one. It, it is, like we said before, it is kind of fades into the background a little bit forgettable.
1: It does. The acting, for the most part, was really good, though. So, mm-hmm. again, if you've got nothing else to to do can't really find anything else this is a decent one especially to watch with friends
0: yeah it's just i don't feel like it brings anything too unique to the table no
1: not really it's kind of the the average gotta survive on a raft kind of movie
0: yeah which is like when did shark movies become survival movies
1: but well that's probably the most common situation that someone would be in to encounter a shark like that that's fair that's fair get more creative That's all we're asking.
0: Yes, please.
1: Anyway, let's move on to realism.
0: Yes. So, well, first I want to take a little tea break. It's been a while. I completely forgot I had the peaches and cream oolong. And I remember it being one of my favorites. And it does not disappoint.
1: The strawberry honeysuckle is a really good morning tea.
0: I need to find a new doodad. (laughs) Yes, yeah, like I really like the peaches and cream oolong because it just it's it's just so light. And it's it, and peaches and cream oolong, like who would have thought of that flavor combination? It's not like sweet. It just it kind of like balances out the bitterness, but
1: it's more of a smooth kind of flavor. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah.
0: But for realism, I would rate the. it's like last week we covered the uh, requin and so i did my rating based off of that movie and i feel like the for the most part like the character reactions and stuff like that were a little bit more realistic than with this movie so this movie i would rate it a 1.5 like the i mean i guess it, not necessarily the character reactions themselves but it's mainly the shark that like they showed the shark a lot and so there's a lot of opportunity for the realism skill to be um, shot down. So the the shark attacking the plane was just like maybe like a curiosity nibble but the way that it just like rammed it it just doesn't seem likely that a shark would do that because first of all that's super risky for the shark because if it doesn't work in its favor, that's going to potentially injure the shark. But then also the fact that it's like it's it's metal. It just doesn't... I mean, I haven't heard of sharks attacking maybe like standstill repe- propellers and stuff like that. But I don't know. You just don't hear about sharks attacking those kind of planes.
1: I mean, it's a puddle jumper and it, the, the feet that it attacked was... I think it was actually mostly plastic, kind of, because it has to float, and it was filled with air.
0: But it looked like on top of it,
1: though, was metal, but but either way, it's like... I could see that part. I don't see it shaking like it did, like, kind of like a dog with a toy. Yeah. It was a little overboard, but I could still kind of see it at least biting it and ripping a hole in it yeah but
0: not to the extent where they wouldn't be able to like leave mm. but I mean because it's like if it, if it was in the realm of possibility we would have heard about a situation where a shark bit I mean it's like whenever shark attacks happen really you hear it about up. it everywhere
1: <laughs> I, I don't know I feel like they're a bit more common with especially with like boats like they do that a lot yeah, but, but it's
0: like but, so. I could
1: I could kind of see it. I don't see it to the extent that it went.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the, like I said, I'm I see in the realm of possibility of a curiosity bite, but I don't see the extent that happened in the movie. And then, oh my god, the the fin just chasing them in the water was yeah. just like so ridiculous. Yeah. And it was a little bit is it with it being. Because if I remember right, there was no really blood in the water that was attracting the sharks. Like, the sharks just attacked them. And the fact that not only was there even one shark that was attacking them for practically no reason, but there were multiple great whites. Like, great whites tend to be solo hunters. Like, once in a while, you know, if they're mates, they'll hunt together but for the most part, great whites are very well known for being solo hunters. So that just doesn't seem at all in the realm of possibility. Unless if they just so happen to be in an area where there's a bunch of juvenile sharks. But even then, it's like they, they don't get too close to each other. It's just crazy. And then having the sharks roar, like scream in pain, and then roar in anger, it's just freaking ridiculous i don't know why these shark movies keep making their sharks roar there would be no no noise whatsoever because at least for me personally like not thinking about the realism but strictly thinking entertainment i don't find it entertaining to be like oh the shark roared it's just it's stupid to me yeah if anything it takes away the entertainment
1: yeah we were laughing the first time we watched it.
0: Yeah, because it's like you can replace the roar with the sounds of the thrashing mm-hmm. and then the bubbles or, or whatever. Just, you know, there's, there's more you can do than being like, oh, here's a roar. Like, just anyways. But I will give this movie credit for the, the very mint of the characters. And the characters themselves do seem like people that could actually exist in, in real life. And they they did do some smart things. Like they they collected rainwater to help prevent dehydration and stuff like that. So it's like and honestly, that part did impress me because in these movies you typically don't see that kind of act of they they typically are just like, oh don't drink the seawater, but then they just like sit there and just, like, waste away. Yeah. But they, they, like, were actively trying to collect, like, the rainwater and actually trying to survive. It wasn't just, like, the minimum amount needed to have this kind of movie. So I thought that was really cool. But, yeah, that's all I got for realism.
1: So today's going to be a little unusual. I'm going to give it a three. Oh, that's It was that's more unusual. believable to me than Requin. It was. The character interactions, while... Well, a couple of the characters were a little annoying. Were believable. And the situation itself, I could see if it was a good enough curious nibble on the the plane. I mean, it's a big creature, so any bite's going to be pretty bad. Fair. <laughs> Again, it wouldn't have, like, shook the thing like a talk with a toy or anything. It wouldn't have been that bad. But I could still see there being a, a pretty good size gaping hole in the <laughs> thing and it taking water and them not being able to take off with it and it sinking. I could see that. I could also see if, you know, there happened to be two sharks in the area or it's mating season and there's a male and female around. I could see two sharks. It's, it's unlikely Because, again, they are generally solo hunters. But it could happen. I could see that. I can, as frustrating as it is, also see the chick falling asleep and dropping the oar into the water. Oh, I forgot
0: about that.
1: Oh my god, that made me so mad. But I could see that happening. You know, you're kind of dehydrated. You're exhausted. It's a crazy situation and after a while the body just kind of shuts down and she fell asleep when it was her turn to row so i could see that happening as frustrating as it would be <laughs> but some of their their stuff was just inconsistent like the the water being way too calm during the rainstorm when they're on the raft and everything and it is good that they collected a lot of that water but they would have been jostled around so much yeah in a storm like that and it was just kind of calm little ripples and all yeah no <laughs> that's that's not how that do the knife looks like it was like a plastic halloween dollar store yes. kind of knife <laughs> one of those like super shiny kind of plastic knives Um, I feel like they could have gotten a better prop there. (laughs) Them stabbing the shark in the head, it didn't really make that much sense. In a couple different scenes, really you're supposed to go for, like, the eyes or the gills, the softer bits. Yeah. (laughs) That'll do more damage and make the shark think twice and be like, you know what, this is too much trouble, I believe. Yeah. Because they are opportunists, I think. I think there was a little bit of blood that might have attracted them at first from the helper guy. Mm. Yeah. Um and they are, again, opportunists. So if they know that there's a potential food source and there's not really anything else nearby, then yeah, they'll they'll follow a boat or a raft or something. If it's a raft, they'll likely give it like a test nibble. Or breach, kinda like they did in this one and knock everybody off it. And that would likely puncture it, and like it did in the the actual show. They were losing air in it. So I can see some of that stuff happening. This movie did exaggerate a lot of those, but it wasn't entirely out of the realm of possibility for a lot of it to happen. But the roar was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny, but bad. And... A couple of the deaths were completely avoidable, especially the main guy at the end. So that makes it very, very frustrating and not as believable when something like that happens. Yeah. If anything, they could have made it more devastating if he died when, like, he actually made his shot with the flare gun into the shark's mouth and it made the shark veer off. And then while they were getting too sure it took them down. Yeah.
0: yeah. That like, was an easier so way. There were so many ways. other
1: options. Yeah. But no, also, they did a fairly decent job with some of the effects of, like, the dehydration and especially, like, the sunburn because a lot of them, most of them had some kind of sunburn. It would have been worse. But they tried. They did try. <laughs> and they did look fairly sunburned. So we have seen worse we have definitely seen worse on that front but on the whole it's it's mostly believable kind of it just there are things that you're like mm. yeah <laughs> that make it just enough that you're like no yeah so i wish i could give it higher but we also watched it a couple of weeks ago and it's been a minute <laughs> so yeah I feel like I had more that I was like, mm, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it fades into the background and I can't recall.
0: <laughs> I, that, that's really when how you can tell if a movie stands the test of time is if you watch it and then like a few weeks later, um, how well you can can remember it. But overall, like if you just like shark movies, I feel like it is worth the watch. It's an alright one. I feel like it's kind of going to fade into the the depths of history. and
1: it's, it's one of those I'll probably forget that I even watched it in a couple of years and might be like, hmm, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> and, yeah. and turn it on and be like, oh, yeah, this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if um, you end up watching it, let us know what you thought of the movie. And if you would like to recommend a movie for us to review or tea for us to drink or a game for us to play um, or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts.
1: And if you'd like to support the podcast monetarily, we do have a donate button for PayPal that goes directly to the podcast. We also have our affiliate link down below for Plum Deluxe and links for our merch as well down below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye!